what is up guys that was the weirdest most strangest transition but i'm still working on it that was my intro song yes that is the first intro song to episode six welcome back it's your boy some random bruh i am the host to alex's adventures podcast which is what you're listening to right now yeah so welcome back uh there's been a lot of hectic things going on over here in utah you know besides the election and everything going on but i got a juicy story for you guys something great it's uh international travels i'm sure a lot of us have have actually been there where we would go traveling internationally just because we get sick and tired of our own culture so i want to talk about when at least the first time i went to mexico i feel like it was my first time i could be wrong i probably went a couple times before this time but let me throw some let me throw some descriptions out here for you i think i was about a good 14 years old maybe younger when i went with my family so we went to mexico just to go oh no i lied actually we went to go to do some drug deals as a family you know it's like a tradition you know hispanic families will get this but no we went as a to to this like traditional fiesta that we always have every year in like this little town called michoacan mexico you know shouts out to all the fam out there you know what i'm saying shouts out to all the cattle to all the mutated bugs that I saw throughout my time out there. But yeah, just it's it's a beautiful town, you know, like Michoacan. It's like even though it's a small town, Michoacan, Mexico, it's 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 in a way I feel like it's very well known. Like people know about it. Like, oh Michoacan, really? For real? Like your parents are from there? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like a small town, but you know. Um, I wouldn't really know the history of it because I'm such a whitewashed son of a gun, but that's okay. So we went to Mexico, and the thing I remember about not only it being like a very long flight, when when me, my mom, my two brothers, I think my two brothers went, and like my cousin and my dad, I think, went. We got picked up at the airport, right? I think a lot of us, I know for sure a lot of us family members went. And we we kind of like rendezvoused at the airport. Because some of us got there earlier. Some of us got there a little later. I remember that we met up with one of my aunts that that like flew out. I think the same flight as us. And um, everyone was just getting picked up and being taken back to, to Michoacan. So keep in mind that this was not i think this was like 10 years ago so yeah no i think this is like probably like 15 years ago 14 years ago so i don't know it's like i don't remember too much detail but i do remember what i did what we did and stuff so the we got picked up by my uncle and he has this pickup truck right and when he picked us up in this pickup truck, I think it was red. Yeah, it was a red pickup truck. He had no, um, not enough space 
for a family of you know seven the 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 i think the kids and my mom went in the front with my uncle leaving all of us in the back of the pickup truck so it's legal there or actually i wouldn't know it's legal but everyone does it so i'm assuming it's legal excuse me we got picked up as a smooth ride it's a little cloudy nothing to worry about you know what i'm saying you know it's easy peasy we're driving next thing you know it slowly starts to rain so we're like oh crap you know like when it comes to mexico weather isn't a joke when it rains it pours ice ice spikes like there's these icicles that be raining down, be piercing your skin. So we're like, yo, you know, like we got to find a way to cover up the back because we're exposed. We're exposed out here. It's we're wet. You know, it's really windy. You know, it's it's like you don't only get one thing. You get like a two or three for one, you know. So we got like this tarp, this black tarp, I remember. We were all holding it down. There was one lawn chair on the back of his of my uncle's pickup truck. And we were we were doing shifts, right? Because it was a long drive. It wasn't just like a oh ten minute drive. Okay, you know, we're there. No. This was like a two to three hour drive. Maybe yeah. Like a two to three hour drive. It it, it, it wasn't fun when it rained because i was i was like how can i say i was like i know i was like a really chubby kid i guess just you know just picture bobby hill brown skinned that's me right there if you guys watch king of the hill that's how i was with glasses too so like it was it was very hard for me to keep keep a tarp held down especially when it's windy like there's like there's there's no way i can do this and i had help i'm like yo alex how the hell can you not hold down the tarp when you got four other dudes helping you hold down the tarp and they're way younger than you like come on bro (laughs) get it together we were we were taking shifts like taking turns, like like sitting on the on the chair, right? Because I remember I was sitting, I was sitting down in one corner. I was looking outside, you know, just looking at the rain. I was like, oh my god, it's cool, but I'm cold. And then when it came, <laughs> when it came to my turn, to sitting down on that chair, yo, like the moment I sat down on that chair and I was holding down the tarp, I knocked out. I was out cold. Literally. I woke up, I think, like 20, 30 minutes later, you know, and I think I I did a little overtime on sitting down on that chair because they were like, yo, get the hell off the chair. Someone else's turn. So I got off the chair. You know, that's pretty much it. So we were doing that like the whole the whole entire time. And when we were getting closer and closer to Michoacan, like I think the weather cleared up it's a nice little magical rainbow popped out it literally popped out and it was shining over michoacan i was like oh hey you know like what a coincidence i am totally not making this up wink we get to michoacan it's beautiful like the roads are broken um the houses how can i remember the houses it was kind of like 
structured like the houses from brazil i guess you know you guys seen the fast and furious movies kind of like that but not really just the concept and and also like my uncle has had this really cool dog Uh, his name was i think his name was the dog's name was lobo and it was it did look like a wolf i'm not gonna lie you know it was a cool dog a very well-trained dog because they had that dog um to help them out like hurdle the cows or hurdle what cows be jumping over obstacles now so to herd the cows yeah herd the cows and keep them aligned you know what we got there we get all our stuff we we go into the house i think the house is kind of like teal looking i don't know how it looks like now and you know i see my grandma freaking love her she was hilarious she's a freaking comedian um see my grandma and see my aunt my cousins and it's how can i describe it it's just like i feel like a lot of people take stuff for granted out here you know what i'm saying like like when you see a house in mexico and you and, and you and you see the house you got here you're just like bro i'm taking my stuff for granted you know like i'm not saying like the houses in mexico are bad i'm just saying like like over here we have it way better and and yeah like i really liked i really liked um like my uncle's house because it was a house and then in the back there was like an like i wouldn't say it's like another house but more like a building and like like a spare building if that made sense and then also keep in mind that the friggin toilet is not in the house okay the freaking bathroom is a building in the back <laughs> that you got to go to whenever you need to use it all right so keep that in mind and it it sucked i'm gonna tell you right now that that's the worst i don't know who the architect is or who the designer is that decided to say hey you know what would be so hilarious if we complete the whole house full amenities but but hold on listen to this is the funny part but we put the restroom in the backyard right that'll be funny just mess with them so when it comes to nighttime and they need to use the restroom they gotta walk through the dark to go to the restroom right that's funny okay that's what they did this is like a meme itself like why the hell would you do that why why and when you wanted to use the restroom and someone's there you gotta wait because there was only one restroom not two one one freaking restroom three rooms no living room huh interesting now i'm thinking about it kitchen dining room i mean this that's part of the kitchen yeah and the way everything was structured was i honestly thought it was really cool because traditionally like i kind of got a glimpse of history if that makes sense like, I was like, bro, they don't teach you this in social studies. If they did, I just slept through it in that class that day or I missed it. I called out because I was too busy playing my Xbox 360 at the time. The way the dishes were washed, 
they were like hand washed outside like i mentioned like there's like the house and then in the back like there's the backyard well i didn't even finish describing it so and then there's that little building i mentioned then next to that building was that restroom i mentioned and then in, be- in between the house and that building there's this this sink outside yeah it's like an outdoor sink where you can wash dishes i thought i honestly that that kind of blew my mind because i'm like yo we we wash dishes inside why 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 are we doing that outside you know it's, it's i was a kid i was like yo i don't, like i never i never I never lived this life, you know, like my mom lived that life. So she's like used to it. Me, I'm like, yo, this is freaking cool. I'm not going to lie because I think the way the sink was structured, it kind of had like this little stream that I was streamed down to. Then all like, it, it looked like a lake. Like, I mean, what? It doesn't make sense. But okay, let me break it down. So like when the water would stream down, it would like throw it inside like this little mini, mini puddle, right? And that mini puddle had, like, grass and stuff inside it. So I'm just like, yo, what the hell? This is so insane to me. Like, I was blown away through the architect. Now, that I give props to, okay? And then within the the, the shed, that little building, and then the restroom, there's a gate. And within that gate is the actual backyard. And it's freaking huge. Like, literally freaking huge. Like, like you can throw a party and invite all, the whole town, Right? And you would still have some space, some a space and a half. There, there's, there's like no way. And that town is my whole family. You know what I'm saying? Like, like us Hispanics, we don't mess around. You know, like we keep things biblical in the family. We gonna have a minimum of twelve kids, maximum, until one of us ends up, you know, crippled or something. I don't know. Um, but. It's it's really cool. I like it. I was the main drink that I freaking remembered that I had there that is not back here in America is well I, it's it's here now, but it doesn't taste the same. I'll tell you that much. You can get these probably in a Mexican market because a Mexican market has a lot of things that are very authentic from Mexico. Like, if I were to tell you a bag of chips tastes way different if you get them from a Mexican market than you do your regular 7-Eleven, you would not believe me. Because it's true. It's different. The ones that are from the Mexican market are way better. They're a little more expensive, but worth the money. Hell yeah. I'll spend five bucks on a bag of Doritos. You kidding me? Take my money. And within the bag of Doritos, when you get it from the Mexican market, you get a freaking sticker. Right? When has a 7-Eleven ever done that? It's re- it's giving you 80% air. I know that. These bag of Doritos, nah. They fill up the whole bag. So go ahead, check that out if you don't believe me. I totally recommend it. Um, So the, the drink I had was, I think it was Manzanita Sol. That's what they call it. And it was in a bottle, like structured in a beer bottle, right? Like back in the 40s. That was my favorite drink. I fell in love. I was like, yo. Like, my mom's like, you want apple juice? I was like, hell yeah, mom. You know I love apple juice. She gave me manzanita soul. Drank it. I entered a different dimension. Like, I was like, yo. Where did this come from? Like, what kind of specific animal did you guys get this from? Like, there's no way this is from Earth. Like, what the? What? Manzanita soul. Yum. 
definitely. I, I actually want one now. Talking about it, there is there is this one thing that that that's the main story to all of this is um what I what I remembered is going to a um Mexican bull riding show bull riding bull show of bulls where the person tries to claim the bull with the lasso and the or ride it or whatever that's what I that's where we went to go see that's 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 the main story right there cuz that's memorable like i got so many stories in mexico so many but this is one of the stories i actually really want to talk about cuz i was really thinking to myself what can i talk about in mexico like i've done so much but like what's what's the main thing that i can do i mean not do but like speak of mexican bull riding show there was two two that i went to two that i went to Two, 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 two. The first one was by this little local arena by Michoacan. So, like, outside of the town of Michoacan, there's, like, this little this little arena where you can watch bull shows, right? We go there because one day they just had this event. So uh, us as a family, like, yeah, let's go check it out. You know, it's a bull show. It's family friendly. I kid you not. This was not family friendly. And the stage, it was like this wooden stage. Um, It was very like low level to the point where the bull can just hop over. And it was made out of wood. Mahogany, to be exact, because... Mahogany is grade A wood, and they used it. There's bleachers everywhere. So just picture like a very small stadium. Very small. Small. Super small. And if there's literally people, like the whole town. The whole town showed up. Actually, no, that's impossible. Because when it comes to Mexican families, like we're never ending. You know, like, like if you were to meet a Mexican family and be like, oh, this is all the family. We'd be like, oh, no, this is like one fourth. Like, for real, there's like 30 of y'all here. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not the full family, but it's the fam, you know. So that's that's what it was. Not everyone could have made it. Like some people were actually watching outside of the, watching outside of the of the stage. We lucked out, me, my mom, my family. We lucked out because we actually were able to get the bleachers, like, good seating. We actually went up a little bit up on top, like, the second to last up. Yeah, that made sense for me. If it didn't make sense for you, just do your best to picture me up on the second to last up, whatever. We watched the bull show, right? Everything goes smooth. Which is not normal for a bull show. Because when you watch it, you expect something intense to happen, right? So these guys, I kid you not. If you watch a bull show in America, it's it's harmless, right? Like, you're like, oh, that's cute. Look at that bull trying to kick him off. 
No, but here in Mexico, different. All right, different. Like this, the bull will think you're literally in its hood, and it wants to throw down. You know, it's like you, you're trying to catch these hooves. Like it was literally like so aggressive to the point where so like there's this one guy on the bull and these bulls are insane right their thrusting power makes me feel bad for the female bulls because they are insane like you can see the freaking airwaves when they're thrusting like these these hispanic bulls are something they're they're not the same okay a baby bull looks like an adult bull buff so just imagine a buff one. I mean, a, the adult one. <laughs> what? Made no sense, bro. <laughs> so this guy is—he gets thrown off the bull. We're like, <gasps> you know, the bull goes crazy, starts going everywhere, you know, and then everyone's trying to calm it down. Like there's these, there's these two main guys that were hosting it, um, trying to like get the bull and stuff, and then. Um, I think one of the writers, like, <laughs> uh, he's okay, right? That's why I'm laughing. He gets hit, right? He gets hit by the bull. The bull flips him. My boy does a triple 360 flip, front flip. But he didn't land it, you know? So as a judge, I'd give him like a 5 out of 10 because he had the opportunity. The bull launched him in the air, but he didn't stick his landing. Bull launches him. Bam. Hits the floor. We're like, oh. So other people try and come in because the dude is out. Right. Like his soul went to go take a lap around the freaking stage and then came back in his body. And then there's these people trying to stop the bull, distracting the bull. The bull's like going after the other people and stuff. They're like getting out the way. And then the dude that's unconscious becomes conscious he's like what they drag him out they're like bro let's get out of here so at this point the bull's going haywire it's going crazy like this dude wants blood like which one of y'all is worthy to fight me so everyone's like yo you know that's crazy the bull's not gonna get up here like my family was even saying that i think i think i don't know like i heard someone saying like yo the bull the bull's not gonna get up here you can't get up here like it's safe it's safe and i was looking around like Y'all call this safe? There's like a really big gap and an opening where the bull can just like stick its head in and go in. <laughs> like there's no way. There's no way that uh, that they call that safe. But I was like, all right, I'll take you guys' word for it. Next thing you know, the bull jumps over onto the stage where the audience is at, where we're at. But the bull was across from me, okay? It wasn't next to me. It wasn't, no, it was across from me. So I was getting front row seats to this. I was like, I didn't even know what to do. I was just appalled. I was like, oh, like, yo, what, is this legal? Like someone arrest that bull, give him a ticket or something, you know, misdemeanor. But th this bull went on stage and then it was like going crazy, like hitting people out the way and stuff. And then that's when everyone started going crazy. They were going like, ah, and I was like, get out, go. And we were like, oh, no, like, yo, let's, let's, let's bounce. Because I said, I'm getting the hell out of here, you know. I don't know who I went. I think I went with my cousins and my brother. Like, we, we went to, so we crossed the street, leaving the stage behind. Then we went to this guy that sells, I think, hot dogs, right. 
we went right behind him and his hot dog stand, you know, thinking that a bull's weakness is a dude with a hot dog stand and a rainbow umbrella shading us, right? We're like, this, this is it. There's no way this bull can penetrate this guy's hot dog stand. Like, uh, I'm, I'm safe. I mean, the worst thing that the bull can do is just ask for a hot dog and be on his merry way. But that wasn't the case. I remember that there was just people running everywhere, running, 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 running. Like the bull, I don't even know what I don't. I don't know what the bull was doing, but it was doing what it does. It was being a bully. That was good. Come on, you gotta give me credit. That that was good. That was a but um. <laughs> ah, that's that joke was unbelievable. Oh man, where where did I come up with these things? There's no script in front of me. That was just off the top of my head. Okay, no, but <clears throat> believe me when I say this. <laughs> oh man, this show is getting canceled. <clears throat> the bull was terrorizing the town. No, well, no, that's that's. That's an understatement. The The bull was just doing his thing. People were running. I was with the guy at the hot dog stand. Um, hoping he would give me a hot dog to calm down. But that didn't, no, that didn't work out. And then I saw my cousin. And he was like, hey, like, let's go to my house. I was like, okay. Then we go to his house. The cool thing about this that I really remember that I will not forget is that he... he obviously his house and then he has like like stone walls and then there's this part of the stone wall that right under it it's kind of it kind of has like this opening you know where you can kind of go under it and you'll fit right in so we did that and we were just chilling there he had some hay and yeah we're chilling on the hay and i looked at my cousin and i was like yo he's like what's up and i responded with hey I get it. Another pun. Say no more. I got plenty of more where that where that came from. And that was that was it. That's all I remember to be honest. I can't I can't um remember anything else that has happened, but that was that bull story, man. That was it was insane, it was intense, everyone everyone was okay. And that's all I remember. You know, that's all I remember. I probably butchered the story somewhere, you know, in the middle. Maybe the bull was doing some tap dance. Everyone liked it. I don't know. Something. But, you know, that was like my perspective to a degree of what I remember. And I think it was towards towards the... The last day, or second to last day before my family left Mexico, we went to this, uh, I think it was, it was like a swap meet, but in Mexico City, and there was like a temple, like, like, like a big church, you know, like the ones you see in Spain, in Mexico. So it was like an outdoor swap meet. Right, the vendors vending, selling their thing. 
I will vouch for these guys. Like, I don't know how they are not here in America. Like, these dudes, I feel like these dudes will sell stock way better than the people out here in the United States. Like, like okay, so they were trying to sell my mom, like, these pair of shoes. Like, me and my mom were looking at shoes. And then I was trying to, I was trying to understand the size. I was like, mom, like, why are the shoes, shoe sizes different here? Then she explained it to me. And I was like, okay, like, okay, I get it. Cool. And then they were trying to sell her some shoes. But my mom's like, no, no. And then she's like, all right, Aminos, you know, which means like, let's go. Or Vamanos, Aminos, Vamanos. Hey, all right. I grew up in a household where you call straw popote. All right. So this this qualifies as Spanish. What I'm saying. So she's like, I'm on us. So let's go. And we're going, and then and then the the vendor that tried to sell the shoes to my mom tried to sell them to me, a kid. I was like, what? I was like, what the hell? Like, is this legal? Like, I, I I'm just a kid. You know, I'm gonna say yes. Of course, I want shoes, but I don't have money, so I couldn't. And then, and then my my cousin who brought her kid that was in a stroller. The vendor tried to sell shoes to the to my cousin. She said no. Then she tried. Then the vendor tried to sell some shoes to the toddler. Like, hey, you want shoes? And shoes good for you. And then the toddler was like, "Why, why?" You know, couldn't. So like these vendors were very aggressive. Like they will try to sell to your dog. You know, they'll throw in a pitch and everything. No joke. Like, they will do whatever they can because they hustle hard. Like, I kid you not. Like, if they offered to sell me a pen for like $100, I'd be like, hey, say no more. I don't even have a pen. And you say, I need a pen because I don't have a pen? That's a perfect pitch. Where do I sign? Where do I get? I'll take 20 you know, it's, it was just beautiful. Like that was my main experience. I remember from there where we were going through so many of like these setups, you know, to refresh the memory. There was an outdoor swamp meet. So outdoor swamp meets are freaking amazing out there. And also there's this one time, right? Remember when I told you guys about the bathroom, that the bathroom's in the back of the building, and there's a house where, so you got to go through the back and then go in the building. There was this one time where, um, where I needed to go to the restroom in the middle of the night. I woke up in the middle of the night before we left. I was like, crap, no. I was like, this is the worst. Like, I got to take a piss in the middle of the night. It was, I think. Two in the morning to be safe. Two in the morning. I wake up and I'm like, no, bro. Like, if if you needed to go to the restroom, this is where you would start building up your bladder pressure points. If that's a thing, you know, anatomy. I don't know it. So, like, you would want to hold it in. If it's at nighttime, like, there's no way you would want to go out there. It's creepy. So I'm like, I'm like, crap. I'm like, dude, I don't think any of us even, even went to the restroom at nighttime alone. Like we had to get one, like we had to get like, at least like 
example, like my cousin goes, he would wake me up and be like, hey, bro, can you like come with me to the restroom? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, let's go. And then it would benefit both of us because like if I needed to go to like, oh, dude, no, wait for me. I need to go to. But when I went once by myself, I honestly thought I lived like 10 seconds of a horror film, like three hours worth of 10 seconds. I was like, dude, no way. Like, I thought I freaking heard bats. I thought I freaking heard Mexican Jason, you know, and then Freddy Krueger. Then I freaking heard howling and then freaking horses. And I don't even know, man. It was like a fantasy, but in the backyard, I was like, dude, like who, who has the Bluetooth speaker connected? Like, why am I hearing these noises? Like, I don't, this, this is not worth it. I'll just pee. I'll just pee in my bed. Like, I don't care. I'm used to doing that anyways. <laughs> But yeah, that was that story. So we 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 we. So there you have it, guys. Um, adventures in Mexico. Those were that was like one of the stories, and uh, I have so many more, so many more that I can go through. But you know, I really do hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode six going strong also renamed the the podcast to alex's adventures podcast so it's not nerds declassified anymore because it's been declassified (laughs) so i renamed it and you know we got this and i love it i love it so i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode i really hope it was great to you guys um don't forget to check in next tuesday for next week's episode And I will catch you guys um, next week, like I said. (laughs) All right, then. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.